And hello there, all you Stay Tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. This is our weekly MMA episode with uh, your good friend Jimbo here. We had uh, UFC Fight Night last last weekend. Um, it was a little tough for me to watch because Notre Dame was also playing, so I had my laptop set up for UFC Fight Night and Notre Dame on the big screen. From what I was reading on the internet, it seemed like there was a lot of bad decisions as far as the judges go. But there was a little bit of a uh, little bit of drama that I I actually did end up being able to uh, catch um, at the end of the the fight. But uh, before we get into the show, head over to Twitter, follow the show at STS Sports Podcast, as well as myself at Jimbo ST Sports, and shoulders you can follow at STS O'Brien. Head over to Facebook, like and share our page there as well as our YouTube channel. Um, when you go onto our Twitter page to uh, click the, the follow button, uh, scroll down just a little bit. We have the our Teespring t-shirts up. Just click that link and it'll take you right to all those shirts. I think we actually might have some hoodies designed there as well. So It'd be uh, nice if you guys bought some of the the merchandise and show, showed your support for us so definitely a long day for me uh, stayed up late last night watching the Eagles game so running on about four hours of sleep so but it is Friday I am definitely staying up tonight Bellator is the, the, from my understanding there's three events of Bellator this weekend which I don't understand why they would do something like that but they got a fight tonight fight tomorrow and Sunday, I guess, but we also do have a UFC fight night on Saturday tomorrow afternoon. Actually, uh, prelims start at 11 a.m. Eastern time, U.S. time. Main card starts at 2 p.m. with the main event being Jack Hermanson going up against Jared Conier. We'll get into those a little bit later on. You know about my picks and stuff like that that I usually do and. I mean, I will say I do like Jack Hermanson. He he scares me. He 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 strikes me as a, a psycho in a way. But uh, we'll go through the card. The card looks pretty decent. You know, it could be an interesting uh, card. So, but like I said, oh, and also uh, just released today. Head over to um, Belly Up Sports Twitter page as well in support of. Breast care uh, awareness. Awareness. Um, they came up with a T-shirt with uh, a T-shirt company that we partnered up with, DSGN Tree. And whatever money we make, fifty percent of it is going to be donated to the foundation. So head over there also, and they have hoodies, T-shirts, you know, different styles. I, you know, I glanced at some of them. Some of them actually look pretty cool. I, I'm going to probably pick up a, a couple for myself and for my family. So head over there, make a purchase, show your support for that, and we much appreciate that. So so getting into the show, like I said, last week we had the UFC Fight Night, Rodriguez versus Stevenson. And 
a lot of the decisions that went down seemed according to Twitter that it was a lot of bad calls um, bad decisions and I was actually looking forward to this Rodriguez Stevens fight and I believe I did take Rodriguez because I, I thought maybe Stevens was you know a little bit older now you know he's, he's been in some some wars and uh thought I would finally catch up to him but unfortunately 15 seconds into the the fight Rodriguez Rodriguez accidentally eye poked Stevens and Herb Dean was the ref and now Herb Dean has been under fire recently with some of the questionable decisions that he has done um, as far as stoppages but I will, before I get into the whole drama that ensued, I'll give him credit. I mean, he really did take control of the situation. Um, Stevens couldn't open up his eye. Even when the doctor came in to look at Stevens, he, the doctor couldn't even open up his eyelid. And that kind of freaked me out in a way. Um, I, I had the volume down when the, the fight started. Because, like I said, Nordane was on, so I was paying attention to that a little bit more. And when everything was going on, I actually turned it up to see what's what, what's being said, what's going on, stuff like that. And doctor said he has you have to call it off because you know he can't open up his eye. And but at that point, Stevens didn't hit his five minute um, time limit yet. And Herb Dean kept saying, "No, he's got five minutes. He, he take his time. You know, take take the the allotted amount of time." And, you know, Stevens did. Five minutes hit. And even felt like, in a way, Herb Dean was trying to buy Stevens a little bit more time by Paul ticking a little bit with uh, the doctor. And, unfortunately, doctor said, no, he can't go on. Can't open his eye. You know, there's something wrong with it. Uh, it's got to be called a, a no contest. And s soon as Herb Dean... Waved it off. All hell broke loose. Mexico City. The fans. Not all the fans obviously. But a nice chunk of them. Start throwing beer. You know water bottles. Popcorn. Anything they could. Into the ring. Herb Dean was ducking. Uh, it, it was so bad that even UFC security had to come in. And escort Stevens out. So he didn't get hurt. Rodriguez was uh, celebrating like he, he won it. And it's a no contest. And I know I've talked about no contest past couple weeks about how they could really hurt your, your record and stuff like that. And how I feel that they, they hurt your record a little bit more than what people you know kind of look at as. But then, you know, videos start coming out of, you know, Michael Bisbing came into the ring to interview Rodriguez and he just, you know, Bisbing didn't do anything to egg him on or anything. He just said, hey, you know, kind of tapped him on the shoulder to say, I'm going to give you an interview. And Rodriguez just spins around and just barks at him, like snaps at him. First off, it's Michael Bisbing. He outweighs you by probably 50 pounds. 
And even though he has problems with his one eye, he will destroy you. He he will he will murder you. I don't care how nuts you think you are and this and that. My money is on Bisbing. Then the next day, Rodriguez and Stevens, I guess, shared the the same hotel. Rodriguez even made comments uh, in the octagon, octagon that, you know, I've been poked in my eye before. He's basically trying to take, a, you know, trying to find a way out. And um, I fought with being poked in the eye before, and I, but I kept going on this and that. And then the next day in the hotel lobby, the video surfaced that Rodriguez started walking up to Stevens like he was going to be cordial and, and talk to him and start taking more shots at him basically saying you know that you, you're just trying to find a way out and Stevenson rightfully so told him to get the fuck out of my face and pushed him in a little bit of a scuffle I mean no punches were thrown but well luckily and I'm actually kind of glad this happened UFC has rebooked the fight um, it's going to be October 18th in Boston as a co-main event and I'll tell you what, after watching the video, after watching how Rodriguez treated Bisping, how he came at Stevenson the next day, I hope Stevenson just lays him out. I hope he, in a way, does a, a Dan Henderson, Michael Bisping knockout, even though I'm kind of liking Bisping now. You know, shut this guy up. He, he's been released by the UFC for turning down fights. Oh, his other comment, too, was that after the fight that it's going to take a long time for Stevens to, to fight him again because he's lower in the rankings now and he was, you know, it's a, it, was, it was a no contest. You know, and like I said, you know, after 15 seconds, accidents do happen. I understand, you know, your emotions were, were probably running, but why'd you have to act that, that way the next day? You know, you had a one day to calm yourself down. You could reflect on, on what happened, but you, you still want to be a dick. Now, as far as the situation with the gloves, it's always, always an issue. It's always going to be an issue until something changes. I know fighters want to have the the fingers open so it's a little bit easier to, to grapple, to take people down. Why can't we figure out a way to, you know, maybe just have just a little bit of the fingertips covered up with the, uh, you know, the tip of the glove and still have a little bit of your fingers bare so you could still grip. There's got to be a way that UFC and the makers of these gloves can come up with a way to stop having these these fighters get injured. I mean, at least once a fight card, whether the fight is called off or just flat out stopped, eye pokes happen. At least once a card. You know, John Jones is known for because he, he keeps his palms open to kind of keep his distance to, to feel how far away he needs to be. Um, Stiepe 
I believe, did it in, in the second fight with Chromier. Chromier did it in the first fight. You know, it, it happens to, to everybody. And it's not just fighter uh, fighters being dirty. Just, you know, it does happen. But there's got to be something put in line to help make this go away, these eye pokes. But as far as the, the UFC fight between Rodriguez and Stevenson, you know, I'm kind of, you know, I'm glad that they're, they rebooked it for October. I'm definitely going to hopefully watch that one. I actually just thought about that now. I'm camping that weekend, same night as uh, BKFC, which is going to be another good pay-per-view, I believe. Now, and if I want to, you know, again, Rodriguez said about Stevens um, backing out of the fight. You know, he's looking for a way out of the fight. No. What Todd Duffy did, that was looking for a way out of the fight. Not 15 seconds into the match. You know, but also came out, uh, I believe a couple days ago, that Daniel Cromier is going to have one more fight and pretty much this is going to be his his retirement fight. No, it's not going to be against John Jones. I'm actually kind of happy about that. It is going to be the trilogy fight against Diepe and I was calling for this even before the second fight happened and I I called it. I think they're going to make a lot more money off this fight. And if Cromier wins, this could open up the heavyweight a lot and may entice John Jones to move up, which a lot of the fans want him to move up. Now, Cromier did say he, he was he's hoping for uh, to get on the, the December 14th card, but I did see yesterday that Miocic may be out for the rest of the year because of a um, eye injury that he, he suffered during the last fight. Now, if, you know, Cromier was on Ariel Helani's uh, podcast earlier in the week, that's when he announced about this uh, fight that he said he's, he's going to do one more fight and he's only interested in Stiepe. He said, I'm going to fight this guy again. My intention is to fight him in the right way. It has to be against Stiepe. No one else matters. And he also said the next one will be his last. I'm glad that Daniel finally, which kind of sounds like he, he let go of the whole John Jones um, has has to have that one last fight with John Jones thing. You know, and also Cromier did say, and he made a point, he goes, you know, I did give Stiepe the, the rematch that maybe he didn't deserve, but he gave it to him, so hopefully he is a man himself and gives it back. Now, the, the, the battle agreement is not agreed upon. Daniel White came out and said that uh, the UFC people were going over to talk to Stipe, I believe, yesterday. So maybe we'll have some news within the next couple days. But this one will this fight will not happen till early early next year maybe maybe we'll get it on on the Super Bowl weekend card that they usually put out now how do I I think how this fight will go listen Chromier was beating Stipe 
early on and he was doing good with his his wrestling for whatever reason which Cromier came out and said that you know with his getting the phone call about his father being back in the hospital did weigh on his mind during the fight but he's not making excuses he got away from the the wrestling and Stipe just started going to the body and set up for the, the, the shot to the head which ended up ending the fight if Cromier could stick to his game plan and wrestle Stipe I think it's going to be a long night for Stipe and possibly could get a stoppage now I kind of am rooting for Cromier even though I'm not a fan I mean I always like seeing the old guy going out in a blaze of glory and so I'm hoping he pulls this, this win off If he pulls this off, obviously, it, once he retires, he's going to have to vacate the belt. You can't have... I just don't see why you would have Steve Bay coming off of two losses. I'm sorry, coming off of one loss um, and going automatically right for the belt. Yeah, Francis Ngano in the in the... In the balance here, you know, he's defeated everybody behind him. So he really makes no sense to match him up with someone there. Do you set up a John Jones Nagano fight? I think that makes sense. I mean, if John Jones moves up, he's not going to move up to fight uh, a 15th ranked guy and work his way up. He's going to fight a top three, at least a top five guy if he fights top five guy i think he he runs through it um through that that match the top three guys once chromier is gone i think could be a good fight i mean they're they're bigger guys john jones will always have the reach but he's a little bit leaner so and, and we've seen in the past year or two how adding weight does affect the fighters in the long run as far as their cardio and stuff like that so it will be an interesting matchup and Nagano has power you know if he could get inside and connect one of his punches with John Jones could be lights out so I like I said I see this fight happening in February it would make sense you know they always try to build up their 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 last card of the year they always try to build that up they always try to build up the uh, International Fight Week card in July. And they always try to build up the Super Bowl weekend fight card. And, you know, Connor may not be fighting this year. Maybe, and Dana White did say, you know, you may see him early next year. Maybe you do a, you know, Connor versus Habib if he defeats, defeats Tony, if Tony fights. Habib so you know we will see how that all plays out um, BJ Penn officially was released this past week by UFC I hope and pray Bellator who's been kind of on a spending spree and bringing in new talent does not sign him I hope BKFC does not sign him I hope BJ just gets his stuff right gets his head right and just stick to training, you know, be, be a coach. 
You're four. You're, you're close to forty years old. You have a lot of fights under your your belt. You're on a seven fight losing streak with some of them you being just just manhandled and demolished. You know it's about time to to retire. But so before we go, like I said, we have a UFC fight night this weekend. UFC fight night: Hermanson versus Kanier. Now, running down the the fight card here. Starting the the main card off, we have Nicholas Dalby versus Alex Oliveira in the welterweight division. After that, we have Michael Alexjuski versus Ovin St. Pru in the light heavyweight uh, division. And then after that, as well as in the light heavyweight division, we have Ion Kulaba versus Khalil Roundtree. I'll get to that in a second because I saw the, the face-off with that one. That was kind of interesting. Then after that, we have Gunnar Nelson versus Gilbert Burns. The co-main event is Mark Madsen versus Danilo Balaruda. And then, like I said, main event is Hermanson and Kanier. So, to kick off the main card, Nicholas Dalby versus Alex Oliveira. I'm actually surprised that Alex is fighting uh, on this card because I thought he was in trouble with a domestic uh, situation. Um, was wanted for that for a couple weeks. I never, I, I just thought he didn't, you know, uh, turn himself in. So, I'm going with Nicholas Dalby, even though Alex Oliveira is a talented fighter. But I think Dalby pulls it out. Then after them, like I said, we have Michael Olegzewski versus Ovin St. Pru. Ovin St. Pru to me is a gatekeeper. You know, he he did fight John Jones a few years back. And, I mean, he just got demolished. But he is a talented fighter. Um, has power. Has submissions. We can go with him. Uh, but I think this one may go to a decision. And, you know, hopefully St. Prue pulls it off. And maybe throws out a couple couple names above him to, to get back into that title race. After them, we have Ion... Kulaba versus Khalil Roundtree Jr. So in the face-off today, uh, Roundtree was already standing there waiting for Ion to come up to him, and Ion kind of like charged at him and did this like Hulk smash scream to him, and Roundtree had the the face like like you remember the the, uh, the RCA. Speakers commercial where he turns the the volume on, his hair gets blown back, and he's kind of sitting back. That that was kind of like what Roundtree's face was. And once he got done screaming, he just started laughing. But I'm gonna go with Roundtree with this one. He just looks like the better fighter. Um, I think he grounds this one out to a decision. After that, we have Gunnar Nelson versus Gilbert Burns in the welterweight division. I actually like Gunnar Nelson. I'm surprised that he's not more in the, the talk to, to get in the top five, top three. 
Um, maybe with another win or two, maybe he gets into that that discussion. I think Gunner's going to pull this out with a uh, with a submission. And then after that, we have the co-main event. Mark Madsen makes his UFC debut versus Danilo Bellarado. Uh Madsen, I think I saw somewhere he, he's 11-0 in MMA. He's 12-0 as an amateur. He's an, Olymp, uh, an Olympic wrestler, and we've been seeing lately that wrestling is kind of the, the new thing now, you know, with Habib, Daniel Cromier. So I think we may see him try to, if he's smart, being in your debut, take the guy down. Stick to your strong points. Don't try to be Michael Pereira, whatever his name was from two weeks ago, jumping around and because that's what he's known for and stuff like that. Stick to your, your strong game. Take him down. Ground and pound like Tito used to do and, and Randy Couture and all of them. Then for the main event, we have Jack Hermanson versus Jared Canier. I think Hermanson pulls this out. Uh, this should be a good fight. All the way through could be a, a fight of the night candidate. Conier, the only really f big name fighter I know that he he defeated was Anderson Silva, and Silva's been past his prime for a few years now. Hermanson has has beat a lot of good guys, so I think we're going to see a knockout here, especially uh, being in the middleweight division. So I'm going with Hermanson here with a knockout. Uh, round two we'll go with. So that's going to be it for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week. I'll you know give my recap of the fight night fights and stuff like that. But before we go, head over to Twitter. Uh, follow the show at ST Sports Podcast. Follow myself at Jimbo ST Sports. Shoulders is STS O'Brien. Head over to Facebook and, and uh, YouTube. Like and subscribe share follow us on itunes spotify all those we, we would much appreciate it and you know any type of comments you got whether it's good bad you're critiquing us we would appreciate it so till next week this is your good friend jimbo signing out